0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Coming up on 306 on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News, we want to talk about a restaurant in New York and a policy that they have. But before we do, we got a text, and uh, you don't even remember saying it. No. But you said uh, rule of thumb, and somebody's pointing out that you shouldn't use that expression uh, because its origin is... Um, Uh, That a man could beat his wife with a rod no wider than the width of his thumb, uh, believed to be an old English law, rule of thumb. So um, I dug through the big blue folder to find this. It wasn't where I was intending to go. Um, But it's a survey of expressions that people wish other people would stop using. Really? Yeah, and rule of thumb didn't make it, but really quickly, here they are, and th- there's basically what they're saying is people want these to be taken from the English language because people are just sick and tired of hearing them, and I'm not saying rule of thumb falls in that category, it doesn't, um, that, you know, well, you'll get the idea. Uh, at, the end, at the end of the day, back to the drawing board, hit the ground running, get the ball rolling, low-hanging fruit, guilty. You said that yesterday. Uh, I did. (laughs) Uh, Throw under the bus. Guilty. Think outside the box. Let's touch base. Get my manager's blessing. It's on my radar. Ping me. I don't have the bandwidth. Well, that's a no-brainer. Par for the course. Bang for your buck. Synergy. Synergy. Move the goalposts, apples to apples, a win-win situation. Done that. Yeah, me too. Circle back around. Yeah, I've done that. No, I haven't. All hands on deck. Done that. <laughs> take, <laughs> I've had that yelled at me. All hands on deck? During an election coverage, oh. yeah. Uh, take this offline. Let's drill down and see what we find. Elephant in the room, yeah. Done yeah, that well,
1: one. I think everyone still does that.
0: And uh, on my plate, you know, what
1: this reminds me of hmm. George Carlin's uh, things that you shouldn't say anymore.
0: Seven words that uh, oh, not you the can't seven say? words that you no. can't
1: say uh, uh, at all. It's just uh, expressions that you shouldn't say anymore. Like, for example, the best thing since sliced bread. Right. And Same he kind says, of thing. Yeah, and, and basically his thing is like, are, are you are you kidding me? the pyramids, you know, are way better than sliced bread. (laughs) He's like, even a lava lamp is better than sliced bread.
0: (laughs) I just remember throwing under the bus, just coming up one day, just a few years ago, and suddenly everybody was using that expression. There's a couple of them that are just, lately you hear them all the time. Uh, One is, uh, uh, and it's the word I have trouble saying all the time, uh, anecdotally, anecdotally. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's right. right, anecdotally that that just became a thing specifically on talk radio in the last couple of years where everyone was like well there's no empirical data but anecdotally the and in fact one of the MPs who was in studio yesterday used that word anecdotally
1: so so uh what words like like do you agree with that list like the things that I think that people shouldn't even say anymore well
0: i don't necessarily agree or disagree with it but it's sort of one of those things where you look and you say well there's enough people who are annoyed by those words i mean i don't I try to avoid um, using expressions over and over again because for our constant listeners, that's annoying. And I know one that I use that I'm trying to get rid of is uh, to be honest with you. Oh, you mean like as a crutch? Yeah, it's just it's that. just words, right? Because obviously I'm going to be honest with you, and or, or and I don't want to imply that, that if yeah, I, that I don't say that before. that I'm about to lie to you, yeah. right? But yeah, it's sort of a it is kind of a crutch thing. You know, you just find where you're trying to put your thoughts together and how you're going to express it and you know there's like a hundred thousand people listening, you kinda of want to get it right. And so you you it's a stall technique in in my mind. Like, okay, to be honest with you, and that gives me that extra. That two half seconds, a second yeah.
1: to think about what you say. Exactly. For me it was rather. Rather? Rather. If I ever wanted to correct myself, I'd say rather. Huh. But I said that a lot. Oh. And it was Terrible. Rather it was just disgusting. Rather it was
0: just you know oh, and really? I just kept on going and going with rather Actually you do one uh, I don't want to make this personal or anything, but no, I you, noticed you it over tell last me. Year, You say essentially a lot. Essentially. Yeah. But it's a misuse of the word because it's actually the the things you're talking about. Right? Like you, we were talking the other day. Is this getting too personal? No, no, no. Because no, right. uh,
1: there, uh, essentially, is maybe one that I do use. I found that I used another sentence a little bit more often than essentially, which is I can't recall it now because. Oh. Sure. Told me to stop saying it. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, which is good, right? You know, it's bad when. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, um, and we all do it, right? Like, this is not an accusation or, or you know, a, a criticism of you. We all do it. I do it. Like I say, well, I like I say is another one, or I'm, you know, to be honest with you, is another one of mine. Uh, you said essentially uh, like three times. You were talking about. It was a guy. It was a nothing throwaway story. Basically, a fellow uh, hires a prostitute through a website, and uh, when she shows up, it's his wife. That was oh, the and story. I said, essentially. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, you said uh, yes. so. He essentially went to a website. I do like, remember. No, he actually went to. A I do website.
1: remember what I did say before, though, Which and was? it was something along those lines. Oh, I thought you were gonna. That's it. No, I would oh. say uh, something oh, or something anything. Along those lines. Something, anything, but I would yeah. add along those lines. Oh, that's just extra words. It just trying to it's the same thing. It's it's comparison words essentially, right. Right. Or along those lines.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's comparable, but which it's is thing, not comparable It's by things by the way.
1: that you, you, when you realize them, you you kind of think to yourself, oh, "God, I'm an idiot." Right? <laughs> right? Well, but, yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't have gone that far with the
0: conversation. Well, but. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, I never really thought about it. All right. So let's get to the uh, Peddler's Bar and Bistro and tell me uh, what you think about this. This is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You want to set it up? Sure. So there
1: is a restaurant in New York. It's called the Peddler's uh, Bar and Bistro. And it's... <laughs> I was about to say essentially. But they actually have a one-drink rule for parents dining with children. So you go into the restaurant, you can only have one drink if you are dining with children. And it's, just, it's all too... Make sure that, uh, well, Kids get home safe. Uh, The owner of the, or excuse me, the general manager of the Peddler's uh, restaurant said, quote, we love children. Everybody loves children and children don't have to don't have a voice at this time. And that's uh, Melissa Gravel, uh, who told uh, news organization that patrons are informed of the policy ahead of time. And while serving staff sometimes have to deal with upset customers who are told to leave if they don't want to abide by the rule. So you can only have one drink if you are accompanied by children
0: in his restaurant in the restaurant and he'd like it to spread to be a policy at all restaurants he all would love that
1: in, in the state of New York in mm-hmm. this case mm-hmm. uh, and there are groups that are behind this sure that are saying yeah if you if you can only do this whole one drink one uh, one drink uh, per sitting if you if you're with children and it could prevent a lot you know it, it and, sounds uh, like you're in favor of this um i'm i'm on the fence the reason why is because I actually don't think it'll prevent anything. Because while you're and, and I guess we'll we'll go back to George Carlin about the stupidest things people say. You know, it's the quiet ones you have gotta watch. Well the quiet while you're watching the quiet one, a loud one's gonna go and do something. So sure you're gonna watch the parent, they're gonna give you one drink, but you're not watching the guy that's having five or six. He's the one who's gonna do the damage.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting point I hadn't thought of. I, I was gonna knock you off the fence a different way. There's already laws and I would assume in New York, there certainly is in Canada. Oh, kind of like the smart serve where you're only allowed to yeah, serve. You yeah, you can't over anyone anyway, and you can't allow an individual who you know to be driving to become intoxicated. And I, I the other problem I have with, with adding layers of any kind of bureaucracy is the fact that, so you're saying that, as far as good parenting and safety of my children, the watchdog for that should be the waitress at Applebee's. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. You know, as a parent, you should know not to drink and drive. And as a server, as I say, you already know that you can't serve past what you believe to be a level of intoxication to anyone who is driving and for those not driving you can't overserve them either like there's all kinds of rules already in place that i will say in canada are at, but they're not
1: well, implementations in restaurants they're in, not going to like a restaurant is not going to say i guess in, in regards to this hmm. they're not going to say well you have kids you know they're under 18 let's just assume it's
0: under 18 well they're going to see them at the table right that's the point if you're in the company of children at the restaurant, they will only give you one drink. That's the... That's the policy. The program, yeah.
1: But Applebee's isn't going to do that, or, you know, here or anywhere else. It's just this one particular restaurant. No, I know. I'm yeah. just
0: saying that I'm taking that idea and saying that if he wants it to spread, I don't agree with it at all. And um, I, I sort of lost my train of thought there. Uh, we were talking about... Oh, yeah. in uh, We have ProServe in Alberta... And there's no person who's ever brought you a drink that doesn't have ProServe, and who hasn't. Well, it's regulation. Taught. You have yeah, to have exactly. It. So those rules are already included in ProServe, right? I, to me, a story like this, I saw it, and I know you wanted to talk about it. And Kirby actually brought it to our attention in the first place. I looked at it like that. Feels to me of more a marketing ploy. Than for the restaurant, just for the to restaurant, get out there. yeah, to say, hey, look at how responsible we are. This is what we're family friendly. Yeah, exactly. All that good stuff. You know, and we'll get a radio station in Edmonton to talk about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like okay, because those rules did, already exist.
1: Exactly, and mind you, I actually have not looked up what it is in the state of New York. Maybe I should have before we went on with this, but maybe they don't have us uh, in in Ontario with Smart similar to ProServe, exactly the same as ProServe, I should say not sure if that's a thing in new york maybe it is a thing in new york maybe it isn't a thing in new york maybe that's why they implemented it to begin with mm-hmm. so but for the for the for the most part i it's it's a good rule that we like you said that we already have in place but i don't think that one drink rule for a family is going to stop anything from the guy that's drinking five or six Right next to you.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that is another great point. They're worried about the safety of that one child. I'm worried about the safety of everybody on the road. So overserving anybody's anybody is a bad idea. Uh, you're not going to believe this, Brandon. And you know how we often say here on uh, the 6.30 Chit Afternoon News that our listeners decide where the show goes? They've clearly decided... We've switched off of things that people wish that others would stop using as expressions over to Peddler's Bar and Bistro in New York, but our listeners haven't. We'll take our break, and when we come back, we've literally got... No, that's probably one of them, too. We've got a bunch of texts of expressions that our listeners wish you, me, and everyone else would stop using. Listen, I'm uh, starting to suspect... That I am annoying a lot of people. You've opened up the floodgates. Have I ever? Uh, I think I'm annoying people with, uh, with myself. Oh, there's another one. Let me add that to the list. All right. So as I said, we were talking about expressions, according to a survey, that people wished others would stop using because they're overused. Uh, I didn't even really put it out there for you. There are listeners to tell us, uh, but you sure did. So here is a bunch of them. And, and I, I typically good radio is is not reading lists or you know. Five minutes of text, but there's so many good ones. And maybe, Why not?
1: Well, let's hear them because, I mean, we're going to improve, yeah. I guess, all if, right. if, if this is pertaining to us at so any anyway.
0: Well, some of them are directly aimed at us and others just in general terms. <laughs> uh, hi, folks. Deja vu all over again. Our, this is a yogi uh, bearism. Way overused. That from Doug. My bad. Worst expression ever. That's what a three-year-old says when he spills his pablum. I literally couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, probably use that one. I know, right? Uh, The one set of words that I really (laughs) wish people would stop using is politically correct. Yeah, I wish there was a better term for that. Uh, We just say PC now. It's just, it's it's easier, right? Sure. (laughs) It's a game changer. Gag me with a spoon. (sighs) And this one, people need to chill out. Some of us just don't care if others don't like what we say. Yes, gasp, we don't care. Snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> what not? Oh, <laughs> ah, yeah, look at that. I wish they, and probably us, would stop using left wing and right wing in politics. Everyone knows a center is more valuable. Also, using grassroots concerning politics. Grassroots grows into grass. Okay. Well, that's why it's called grassroots, but all right. If it bugs you, it bugs you. It is what it is. Like a grassroots movement. No, it is what it is is the next expression. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah. My wife uh, loses her mind with that one, says Dave. In terms of? Yeah. (laughs) Total (laughs) transparency? Total transparency. That's a good one. Don't you find that politicians seem to, and maybe talk show hosts too, they seem to latch on to something and then to everybody yeah, latches on to it and you hear it all the time, like thrown under the bus, that kind of thing. Uh, Andrew was the one who said, rule of thumb when it came to getting paid with cash and not pastries. Ah, there you mm-hmm. go. I'm pretty sure I didn't, didn't say it. But, they're still coming go. in. What not? No worries. Oh, I say no worries all the time. Uh, synergy. The, uh, where do you yeah. see synergy? Oh, they're always talking about synergy. If you listen to you politicians... You're
1: talking about... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about sports. Like there's a synergy between the two players? or Sure, like
0: that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I guess so. There's a synergy between the player and the coach. Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And professional athletes should... Shouldn't be allowed to say, obviously, during interview. That's from interviews. that from us. If you want to talk about annoying expressions, there should be a subcategory uh, for athletes. Just athletes. Just athletes. I could definitely imitate a good athlete. 100% is 100%. If, if you can't give 110%, because if you could, that's your 100%. So <laughs> I wish athletes would stop saying that. I mean, I'm going to give it 110%. It, we're going to give it 110%. No, that's 100%. That's because of withholding that other 10 normally?
1: Athletes have the same interview, I find, all the time.
0: Well, professional athletes get coached on how to deal with the media, so it's kind of everybody shares a little bit of blame here. First of all, the media always asks them the same thing, and then they are sort of coached because they're not supposed to say anything that gets their teammates upset or, or throws anybody under the bus. (laughs) Because <laughs> you got to have synergy with your uh, fellow players, but you think sometimes about
1: it. it happens though, and sure. sometimes
0: that's the which highlights. becomes the best clip ever when it does actually happen. But you do hear questions from media to athletes like, "Oh, you're down three nothing. What's it going to take to get back in this game, or what's it going to take to win this one?" Well, clearly the answer is four.
1: Well, what's the what's the I, you could either say the halftime reporter or the end-of-the-period reporter. Mm. What are they supposed to ask? Like, okay, what happened out there? Oh, you know, well, you know, the coach says that uh, basically what happened is that we tried to put pucks at the back of the net, and we couldn't really get it back at the net, so we're going to try our best out there and hopefully get it right back in the next period. Yeah, we like, got to. Oh, all that's right, right,
0: thanks. We got to want it more than they do. Yeah, I know. It's the same interview the same interview. Well, how about time. this then? I don't do sports interviews. Well, I did sidelines for a while there. I, d- I remember that. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. But I never asked him questions like that. What's going to take to get to the Grey Cup? I asked him questions like, uh, "What's your favorite color?" <laughs> what's <laughs> so What are you going to say to look yeah. at a
1: halftime interview? You're down four nothing. Uh, you know, look here. Uh, you know, Jordan. You know, everything's uh, pretty bad out there right now. But I, you know, one of the questions that I've really wanted to ask you for uh, for a long time now is, uh,
0: what car do you drive? Uh, you know what? Uh, when it comes to picking out cars, I like to give it 110. percent. I like the. Uh, yeah, I can see it. wouldn't you be more interested hey do you what kind of car does Connor mcdavid drive i have no idea exactly wouldn't you love to know why doesn't somebody ask him that he already knows what he has to do he has to give it 110 percent. what we don't know ford from kentwood ford is that what he drives yes okay well the mystery's gone now G, we could have thrown it out there people could have been speculated on for hours all right um i know right speaking of g she does that all the time i know right i know right yeah i know (laughs) Uh, Andrew, you say, let me stop you right there a lot. I sure do. A lot of people interrupt you. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, let me stop you right there. I know, there. right?
0: <laughs> there she is again.
1: Uh, In sports interviews, players always say overcome adversity. Yeah. I don't, think, I don't think they remotely come close to saying adversity.
0: Do you remember Bull Durham, the movie? No. In Bull Durham, I'm pretty sure it was Bull Durham, where uh, Bull Durham sits down with the uh, hot shot pitcher and he's teaching him all he needs to know about playing professional sports. But before he gets sent up to the big show, he gives him a bit of a lesson on how to handle media and media questions. And I, I see G actively trying to find it. Did you find it? Working on it? All right. Well, we'll we have to play it listen, after the three. We have to news. take our break. Yeah. We're gonna find that speech, and it pretty much explains it better than I could. Teach me something new, man. I, I need to learn. What's up? Well, you got something to write with? Good. It's time to work on your interviews. My interviews? What do I gotta do? You're gonna have to learn your cliches. You're gonna have to study them. You're gonna have to know them. They're your friends. Write this down. We gotta play him one day at a time. Got to play. It's pretty boring. Of course it? it's boring. That's the point. Write it down. One day at a time. All right. I'm just happy to be here. Hope I can help the ball club. I know. Write it down. I just want to give it my best shot, and the good Lord willing, things will work out. Good, Lord willing. Things will work out. Yep. How's Andy? <laughs> That's about right. It's either one game at a time, one period at a time. We're just going to, yep, just glad to be here. Uh, Hey, speaking of sports, we uh, talked about a CFL game coming out and being available, a video game. I was pretty excited about it, Morley told me about it back in May, and that's when it was first announced that there was going to be a Canadian football video game. It got released yesterday, uh, and people are somewhat disappointed with the uh, product. And here's why, first of all, well, it's not licensed. so no negotiations had taken place for licensing with the CFL. So therefore, the game uh, designers were not able to use CFL names. So it's called Canadian Football 2017. So not CFL, just Canadian Football. And the teams are the Hamilton Stingers, the Montreal Ducks, the Ottawa Lumberjacks, which is actually pretty close, uh, the Toronto Wild Hogs. Oh, yeah. Actually, some of these are making sense. The Winnipeg... uh, (laughs) Corsairs, Corsairs, Corsairs. It's a type of jet, as opposed to a blue bomber. It's a Corsair. The Saskatchewan Knights. That I didn't get. uh, The Calgary Rustlers, the BC Timberwolves, and the Edmonton Rhinos. Well, that is disappointing.
1: With the Edmonton Rhinos. See, uh, I think it's hilarious.
0: The Montreal Ducks. That's why would they pick ducks? I I could almost make sense of. To an Alouette. Duck, Alouette, no? I have no idea. Um, So anyways, my hope had been, and now it's available, by the way, for the Xbox and online. It's not available for PlayStation yet. Price is pretty reasonable. It's $21 Canadian. It's rated E for everyone. Um, And they say that if you get the uh, version which you can download, that you can go in and change the files. If you know a little bit about coding and you can change the names to the actual uh, team names, that's a lot of work. I'm disappointed because I did want and was prepared to buy a CFL video game, but there's no way I'm beefing up and playing with the Edmonton Rhinos. I mean, that's not even a thing.
1: No. Um, And by the way, I just want to let you know, Hmm. I don't know if you've seen a preview for the gameplay. I've not. You've not. No. This is technology from like fifteen years ago. Why do you say that? Uh, because it is. They're not using very um, advanced. I guess what you would find in, in a regular sports game, and I say a regular sports game because most sports games go off maybe a certain algorithm of what they use for. Yeah. You know, I guess for for programming it, just the graphics itself. It's not like the, the 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 schematics of it and the and what you use to play and how you play it. It's just it's dated. It is so dated. It's not good. It just—it looks like something that I would find on a Super Nintendo or even a regular Nintendo. To be honest
0: with you, that's a selling point for me, because I found that the games basic. Well, the games became far too. I used to enjoy playing uh, NHL hockey from. what uh, NHL '94? EA, yeah, EA Sports NHL '94 was by far the best. It the still best is and the easiest best. game to play. Yeah, and then now you know, like Hunter plays these games, and there's just honestly, I mean, I'm just old. Like I, there's too many buttons to try and remember, and I find myself like you know, shooting at my own net and not knowing how to take a face off, and there's four different kinds of passes, and it was just much easier. It was one button to pass, one button to shoot. That was it. And one-timers really easy, right? So I, I don't... But there's no, like, finesse to it. There's no there's no reason to... Uh, for me... There's no finesse to checkers either, but I've spent half my life playing them with my kids. I mean, it doesn't have to be... Now whose fault is that? Well, I could never get them to... <laughs> I could never get them to embrace chess. But anyways, yeah. So it's out there, I guess is all I'm saying. If you're interested, it's out there. Um, we're still getting people... Who are not happy with expressions. Uh, but with regard to this uh, CFL game, the Alouette is a bird, so that's it is, why it makes yep. sense to call it the Montreal Ducks. They just picked a different bird. Okay, clever listeners, why the Hamilton Stingers? I can Probably understand every other bla- one.
1: Black and yellow is the, is the Tie Cats. And
0: because it's black and yellow, what else is black and okay, yellow? Actually, the tiger? Sense. All right, fine. Yeah. Answer my question. Uh, Warren says We have the original 1953 CFL board game, still fun to play. You will learn the rules in one play. Hmm. I don't remember that. Hmm. I do remember. uh, Do you remember? No, you wouldn't remember. There used to be a board game that was about um, exploring for oil. And it was actually so simple, this game, the way they designed it, but I thought it was brilliant and it never caught on. I know other people tried to do a version of it since and has not caught on, but it was basically a box with blocks in it and you shook up the box and then you put it down on the table and then there was all these pinholes on the top and you could buy property and drill, right? So depending on where the blocks were, you either were able to drill down and hit a block or not drill down and hit a block and get a you know dry hole, that kind of thing. Um, it was actually pretty clever. But you have to really love the oil industry to, to... To learn how to play. Or not even to learn how to play, but just to give it a shot? Right, yeah. There was also a Yuck Yucks board game at one time. Really? Yeah. How? What was the premise of that? Um, I tried to play it with several comedians, and none of us could get through it, but they... Uh, so I'm not really sure we understood how it worked, but the basic premise was they kind of give you a, a setup line, and then you got to write your own punchline to it. Okay. But, you know, a lot of I mean, we were stumped, and we were comedians, so it was a very slow-paced uh, game. Uh, back to uh, things that... Oilman. Yeah, best game ever. I know. Sorry, the Oilman game. Sorry to interrupt. The mm. gentleman just called in. He wasn't able to talk, but he yeah. said it was called King Oil. Okay, well, we got other text are saying it was called oilman the Oilman game.
1: game. And the one just says Oilman.
0: Yeah. And that's it. Uh, back to expressions, because you wanted to... Um, People who say hashtag before or after everything they say—that is true. I see that all the time. Hashtag annoying. It just seems so immature to me. But oh, I got a little poem for you here
1: if you really want to. Sure. I mean, it's completely up to you. No, go ahead. Ready? Yeah. Look. This is deja vu all over again. I literally couldn't get out of bed this morning. I know, right? Obviously, it's an issue in today's day and age, but let me stop you right there. In terms of terms, at the end of the day, it is what it is. This isn't about whether you're left-wing or right-wing. It's all about the grassroots movement. There's, There's synergy in that. Give it 110%, you know? Everyone knows. We're going to knock it out of the park. Let's make it viral. You know there's a right way to do this, essentially? Well, to be honest, it's all about getting back to
0: basics. Hashtag the best. So uh, the reviews are in, Brandon Graziano. The reviews of? Yeah, of your poem, and they love it. All my poem that I just wrote in, like, five minutes. Yeah, you (laughs)
1: literally... I literally just took all of the texts, lined them up chronologically.
0: Yep. And there we have it. You stood up. I was talking. You stood up and went... I'm going to go write something, and left, and then walked back in again. <laughs> and now, and you have that's a future. all it took. You have a future. That was really good. People really like it. Well done, Brandon. Wasn't that Brian Jean's last speech? <laughs> 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 uh, I like it when they make me laugh. I honestly do. Uh, can't stand the word viral. Who determines and what measures of video, et cetera, to become viral? Is there an actual number for I it think to go? there is a
1: number. It there also depends be. on your population as to where you are. I mean, there was a there was a video that essentially went viral. I said essentially again. I got to stop saying See that. What I mean. But it, sa- it said viral on it, and there was a hundred thousand views. But it's a hundred thousand views for Regina because it was it was filmed in Regina. Hmm. So population of Regina is two hundred thousand, maybe two hundred twenty. Hundred thousand views. That's half the population. That's not bad. I'd consider that viral.
0: Well, but the internet's international, so I mean, you can't say. I mean, because that would mean that... It was that, spread
1: through Facebook, so right. it would be the Facebook network, so probably connect to people within the area. But
0: if I'm in Balzac and uh, film something and 80 people watch it, am I able to claim then it went viral because Balzac only has 160 people or whatever? People from Balzac are about to text me and tell me that the population is much higher than that. It's 800, Andrew. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I know I've got at least one fan in uh, Balzac because he writes me from time to time. As long as we're using, and s- several people have pointed out that, well, this is where the future of communication is then, right? People are using expressions, which is quite true. They are. Um, so here then, I wanted to bring to your attention, Brandon and our listeners, that there's still clever people out there. So you know Reddit, you must go to Reddit from time Reddit to time. Reddit is the front page of the internet. There you go. So they often have discussions. I mean, that's what they're all about. And here's the discussion that broke out. It's actually still in process right now. I was looking at it just uh, about an hour ago. Uh, people are are being asked to share their best insult. However, just to make things more artistic, less crude, and totally suitable for six thirty, ched, they're only Reddit is saying we're only interested, or the conversation is I'm only interested in good, solid insults that don't use profanity or vul- uh, or anything right. vulgar. Right. So oh, I, I could tell you, That's, I picked uh, out five. You picked up five from the uh, Reddit
1: list, and there's now now you got to say it. You, you got to say it like you mean it, though. To me, say it like you mean well,
0: it. Well, me. try and sell them. I'm not really an insult guy. Well, I guess I kind of am. My insults you know who, are sort you know of who subtle.
1: Are, you know who makes the best insults? Who? Scottish people.
0: Why I is that? love
1: it. Oh, because I, for whatever reason, they... Uh, and, and it might be just kind of a difference in culture. Mm. But I find that... Uh, and, I, and I follow a lot of news organizations out of the UK. And some of them, like the comments section, are all insults, but they're not profane in any way. Really? And
0: it is fantastic. I lift my kilt to you Scottish people.
1: It was great when Trump um, went to the UK and said, well, well, the Scottish people didn't want to, you know, they voted against a referendum. It was all about the referendum as to whether or not they should stay within the UK. And they just went off on him. And it was great because, yeah, like I said, none of the insults were profane at all.
0: (laughs) People are, people are now sending us insults. For Fanta, uh, eight, you know what? We'll read the best ones. Well, I <laughs> hope, I hope that it's you know for us to use as opposed to direct it at us. Um, so this is from Reddit, and then we can take a look at our texting line. You, that's a good one. Hit me, come on. Uh, I don't know why you're playing hard to get when you're so hard to want. Nice. (laughs) You're the human equivalent of a participation award. (laughs) I'm not even going to recycle this piece of paper. I'm keeping it. Framing it. Your grades say marry rich, but your looks say study harder. (laughs) (laughs) You are impossible to underestimate. (laughs) That's a nice twist. Whoever told you to be yourself couldn't have given you worse advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill and Red Deer. Bill, this better be PG, this insult, is it?
1: It, I, it, it is. Right. I, you know, I, I know... I know a guy who's so dumb, he thought the King and I was about Elvis, and he thought rinky-dink was a hockey injury.
0: <laughs> <laughs> those are more puns than insults. Well, I guess if you say you're so dumb, you probably think that. That was much. one of those
1: you're yeah. so dumb uh, quotes. Like I've What like, <laughs> yeah. was one of them? Uh, you're so dumb, uh, you try to climb over an open glass window to see what's on the other side. <laughs> oh,
0: I see, okay. <laughs> Man, I, it's, I, here's the thing with insults is I really want to screen these, right? Yeah, but well, I just want to read. Them oh, you want to? Wanna, make
1: sure. Oh, like, okay, just to make sure that they're actually okay.
0: Yeah, because you get halfway through a text and then you realize, like, you know, whatever. Um, there's a lot. Um, all right, let's get to some. I've uh, I've vetted. You <laughs> thoroughly vetted.
1: All right, hit me with a couple. Uh,
0: you. Yeah, yeah. No? Nothing? (laughs) I'm still going. Okay, well, no, I mean, there was... All right, here we go. Okay, here we go. My husband was a hockey referee with the AJHL. A lady yelled out, Hey, ref, you must be pregnant. No, I can't do the rest of that one. All right, let's... (laughs) Come on now. Give me something that I can read on there. I'll read that to you privately, though. That was pretty funny. Uh, From MASH, to tell someone to shut up, you say, Hey, why don't you let that cut that cut under your nose heel all right good Oh, gay. oh go lay down oh go lay down all right try that on my wife solid insult apparently i might be fat but you're ugly and i can diet that from terry uh you must be two people one cannot be that dumb Uh, This was from, I think, Saving Private Ryan, wasn't it? You fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down.
1: (laughs) I remember that quote from Matt Damon. A very young Matt Damon, too.
0: That's right. You are as sharp as the edge of town. (laughs) And may your sex life be like your credit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Nobody uh, saw this. Nobody had this in the office pool for... You know, every show in the Chorus Network, every show in the Chorus Network puts out uh, uh, an email to every other show in the Chorus Network to say what it is. The, oh, what we're having on what, the show. What's going to be on yeah, the show. So we can bounce off ideas yeah. in different markets So you can such. take a look, right, yeah. And you say, oh, hey, in Toronto, they're talking about this. Or in Vancouver, you know, Linda Steele and Drex are talking about this. So we're going to, it's a good idea. We'll pursue it. Well... When Jay's not here, I tend to not put that email out at all. Just because, for reasons like this. Yeah, because I don't want some vice president somewhere going. They talked about what for an hour.
1: <laughs> You're so stupid. You must have a twin brother. Nobody could be that
0: stupid by themselves. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Your parents only met once, and money was exchanged. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Man, some of these uh, I mean, PG-rated
1: insults I find are the best insults. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a few that I found that uh, when it ended up happening. It was the same thing during the Scottish referendum, and they got actual Scottish people to voice it. I think it was on uh, Samantha B. Yeah. Um, the Samantha B show. It was fantastic. It, it's, they are just so good at insults. And the greatest part too, is that, and I think uh, you, you were talking to me about this a while ago with yeah. uh, with Hunter because he plays online games, right? That's think, right? The shooting games. Okay, if you you gotta play, because if you play at night, you're gonna get a lot of fifteen year olds telling you, you know, the most terrible things. Like they swear, they're vulgar, yeah, they're, yeah, no, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah, here's the catch, and for anybody who games online, play at around six in the morning, seven in the morning. Then you're playing with the English people because they're seven hours ahead of you. Those are the greatest insults that you could find to date. I've done it, and it is so it is so fun.
0: Yeah, they're very clever. So and
1: they're very so clever.
0: You know, our listeners aren't bad too. Um, Andrew, your golf swing looks like an octopus falling out of a tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so he, okay, so I found a couple
0: here. Yeah, you mangled apricot hell beast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to give you a raise. You deserve to lose a better job. This is a good one for arguing with your wife. Well, honey, I would agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. You have a face for radio and the voice for print. I love talking to you. It's like having a war of words with an unarmed opponent. Not the sharpest tool the woodshed. Heard that one before? Your yeah. mama's so fat.
1: Oh no! One of these? Yeah. No.
0: Your mama's so fat. I had her on my mind, and she hurt my neck. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. That was that wasn't good. Oh. Come on.
1: You know there was a show based on this, like a reality show where you could actually go and compete against people. Insulting them? And it was. I think it was just called Your Mama. It was a show on MTV, aired for maybe two seasons, and and somebody would get like a, a one grand prize or a $500 prize at the end. Mm-hmm. And it would almost be like there's you're, you're doing it in front of a group of people, it's like a best of three, and you have to come up with the most original and the best jokes. There's yeah. And there's some right now that are happening, but it's all online series, yeah, yeah. but it's just dad jokes as they call them.
0: Oh yeah. No, I'm quite familiar with dad jokes. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Tell them all the time.
1: Right, and it's the same thing where it's
0: you get money for like the best original dad joke. Really? I could clean up in that. I feel like even though we only have a minute left, we need to switch topics so that I have something to send to the other producers <laughs> after the show to say what we talked about, and they're going to wonder how I talked about this for an hour. But you uh, two paid trumpet. <laughs> Don't even know what that means. I don't know either, but it's great. Do you remember when uh do you remember when Coke changed their uh formula? Their formula? Yeah, are you too New young Coke? to remember? New Coke? Oh my god, I think you might be. Alright, there was a point at which Coke changed their recipe.
1: You mean to remove cocaine from the recipe? Because wasn't that that's a thing? What some
0: people claimed?
1: I don't know. It's never tasted. <laughs> it's it's never, never really tasted the same since. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: but it was quite something. And they they came up with like new Coke or whatever it is. And then they tried to win back market share by saying it's okay. It's classic Coke, right? But it was quite a debacle, and it lasted for a long, long time. Uh, but apparently they've recovered because you know what? They're kind of going to do it again. They just announced they're killing off Coke Zero next month.
1: Really? Why are they
0: killing off Coke Zero? Who knows? Why Coke does Because they had it for about five years, six years? I'm not sure, but I know I've never drank it. Uh, Coke Zero is going to be replaced with a new drink called Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. The cans will look the same as the traditional red Coke cans, but with the words Zero Sugar added. And it's not just new packaging. It's also got a new formula, so it's going to have a different taste. So if you like Coke Zero... Get stock up on it now. It's not going to be available in a month. Do you know
1: who really likes Coke Zero? Who? Shea Ganem. Is that a fact? Yeah, Shea
0: Ganem cannot go anywhere without a Coke Zero. Well, we should probably text him during the news break here uh, and let him know. (laughs) I'm just trying to see. they tested it in 25 countries to make sure they got it right before bringing it to North America. But starting next month, a new Coke. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2. On 630CHAD.